welcome to the Sports Concept Podcast. I'm your host, Matt, and I'm here with Gav, G, and Jamar for this episode of the show. We're heading to court today, Fantasy Court. We'll be putting players, coaches, and many more on trial for their crimes against fantasy and make our case on whether they are guilty or not. We'll also share a never-before-seen occurrence in the Listener League and our starts and sits for Week 13. Today is November 28th, 2023, and this is episode 123 of the show. Hey, welcome, Jamar. Yes, sir. Appreciate yeah, thank you for coming for on, dude. Come back. Of course. Uh, of course. Disappointing season, but you know. <laughs> we we got to fit you in. We got to fit you into a win a week. You win, right? So it wasn't too many and, right, weeks right. to choose from. Oh no, not too many. But I'm just glad. <laughs> I'm just glad I'm on the. The good side of the streak right now. About to go Here we streak. Go. Pause. Pause. Yeah, whoa, what? <laughs> but let me not take your ass to court later after this. Oh no, no, no. Let us, let us record it for the pod. Oh, man. But yeah. Um, welcome back, man. Yeah. I think you should just start it off with our uh, sleeper recap of this week's matchups. All let right. us know. All right. So I'm going to start with myself winning against. Robbie two times, aka Tiny Cock Cup, by one forty three four to his one seventeen point one six. You know, How do you feel? Finally, on the win column, I think I lost like five straight. Jesus Christ! You know, but the next two weeks, hey, don't let me get that eight seed. Don't let me get that eight seed though. <laughs> oh, it's so gas. close. It is so. What are you talking about? You would Ooh. play him if he was the 8th seed. What do you yeah, exactly. Understand? I'm about going to get an upset. Yo, can you win? Dude? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's see it happen. Let's see it happen. Dude, I'm I'm, I'm not scared, Look, dude. Oh, you're terrified. You, oh, you're it's, terrified. It's, it's I'm not how you start. It's how you finish. You feel me? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's funny because last week I did the sleeper recap with uh, Robbie two times and he was like, oh man, yeah, this is where I turn my season around. Now I'm going to get the 8th <laughs> seed. And this is where I separate myself from the rest of the the rest of the pack and right oh, back right where back he into is the pack <laughs> right back literally right back into the pack I mean, and, this team uh, is awful well that's not good for you jamar whoever does the recap i guess loses the next uh-oh. week oh uh-oh. oh, oh. Uh, uh-oh. i'm about to break i about to break that trend hold on now yeah that's unfortunate there's no trends in fantasy football only sadness oh wait what All the right. fuck you play me nice All right. <laughs> and then what Throw our game. next matchup we got our very own podcaster G winning yes, again against a glass kid with a score of one fifty point one four to uh one oh seven point eight six. Took him down. Read his, name. Read his name. Big Diggs and Harry Pitts, baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean he was what, nine and two on big win streak just like Gav. I had to take that shit down though. I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't feeling it, man. <laughs> And mind you, you mind you, I did this without young JJ, who's coming back after this bye week. So, hey man, he's gonna hurt. We your didn't, team. we didn't cover it before, uh, but a couple weeks ago, Jamar finally sold Justin Jefferson the G, and G gave up what T Higgins and Brian Robinson for Justin Jefferson. So that's like the second time in the consecutive years <laughs> that Brian yeah. Robinson was sold for Justin Jefferson, and. I don't know. I don't know what to say. And let me just say, dude. And let me just say. Twice you do it, and it doesn't. It never works out, dude. Jamar what also is always selling Justin Jefferson. I mean, he won this week. That's all that matters, right? So fuck off. Look, I made it to the postseason last season without JJ, so I can do it again. There you go. That's the spirit. Mm, that's no. the fucking spirit. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, that. Yeah. True. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Hey, don't hate on him, bro. And That's my boy, get, bro. Hey, speaking of Matt, we got Matt's matchup versus FF Sportsman. Oh, Jesus. Matt winning Oof. 194.96 to 85.62. Ah. So not only did he put up a donut, he also gets bombed. I, I nuked crazy. him. I nuked him from orbit. I was not having it. If I saw FF Sportsman as the eighth seed in the playoff and I was outside it, I was going to literally end the podcast. It was over. 
I, I told Gav this. I, it was not happening. <laughs> that was but, a trend this week, though. Blowouts. Yeah. I mean, this was definitely the biggest blowout, but there was I, no I close wanna, games this week. I want to say something about my team because I, I am so proud of these guys, and I don't get to say it very often. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, it's, only one, it's only one week. No, 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 no. But I, I just want to say, I just want to say, like, I looked at the stats. I had the top three running back performances in the top 15. I had six wide receivers in the top 15. It was ridiculous. Like, I've never seen something like that. Thank you, Young Men's Club. Uh, you've made me proud. CJ Stroud also, top four performance. Bro, also, you went against one of your fucking bots, bro. <laughs> I didn't Seriously, see the bot. It's like collusion. Like, Damn. let me see. I didn't even check the lineup. Let me see if he put anybody <clears throat> on there. Hey, Matt, Matt just had a very good Thanksgiving. That's all. Thank you. No, Thank you, of sir. course he didn't take freaking Walker out. No, sir. I don't think fucking anybody this week got 110 points. <laughs> 110? <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that's how much he lost by. Oh. Uh, yeah, so Gav's acting like if he took Ken Walker out, that someone was going to get 110 <laughs> and he was going to lose or some shit. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, dude. Matt's obviously not putting anybody in when it's his turn. You know? <laughs> But next matchup. We... Next matchup. Oh, Don't we... Alright, all right. So with our next we matchup, drop we got Nando <laughs> going against Team Goat Rush with Nando winning 169.86 against Goat Rush's 117.42. Mm. Oh by the way, there is a lot of controversy happening in our league right now. There is no first round by for the first two picks, and Nando really Really, um, is bro. When has that ever okay, been a thing? Okay. No, I don't, I don't agree. Thing. I don't agree with that. Like, I agree with the. It should always be AFC. I I think that eighteen playoff, everyone should fight. Like, what's the? And I think, I think if you're the, if I think if you're the number one seed and you're scared of a first round matchup, then you're just a bitch. Look, oh, dude, I just, I'm not saying any that. names though. Just whoever's the number one <laughs> seed that's trying to get a number, who's trying to get a buy, whoever that could be. You hear four this, years. Listeners? We've done this for four years. And you hear this I've listeners? only heard about this complaint once Nando becomes the top bro, seed. I'm bro, I have never and made you the too, playoffs. Gav. Four, yeah, literally four years. Four <laughs> years of this podcast, Gavin, Gavin, Nando never. have just been like been ass basically. You never heard him talk about first round buys or anything. Well, all of a sudden they're never, one and two. Oh, where's I the first round buys? Made the playoffs, and so I didn't even know that. I didn't know the rules set up in place. Okay? It's like every other league. Oh, you had four years. Come no. On, man. Even the NFL took out the first and second seed buys. They left it to one buy. You're living in fucking 2007. I'm asking for one buy, dude. <laughs> and you're gonna get fucking one loss in the first round. It's. It, I mean, I think it's win. written in stone by now. If you can't, if you can't win in the playoffs, then you can't win in the playoffs. Then you don't deserve yeah, exactly, to be exactly, there. Exactly. Exactly. No breaks. Listen, right. Jamar. I need you up here, let's, bro. Let's, let's 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 focus back up here. All right. Next matchup, we got Dylan. Heartbreak anniversary going against the Yakuza tribe, Bryant, Bryant, with uh, Dylan winning one sixty four point seven zero to one hundred one point nine eight. That's Jeez. my guy. Well, if Dylan, bottom, if Dylan wasn't gonna, bottom seeds. if Dylan wasn't gonna win this time again, putting up the third highest score, which he's done three times and has lost two of them, it would have been like I think he would have just it would have been over. No I, more Dylan. Yeah. That would have been, been just, Suicide Watch for sure. Would have changed his name to Suicide Watch. Yep. I'm I'm <laughs> grateful that Dylan actually got a win on Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, but for real, real talk, like, how does Chuba Hubbard put up 20 points though? I don't. He's get a good it. running back. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, dude. Isaiah Pacheco getting 25 cap. He's hey. actually good though. He's actually yeah. good. He also got the well, he just runs hard from Jalen Hurts as well. Well, 30, I mean, that's that's a daily. All right, and then we have our last matchup of the week. We have you could just skip own, through this one. <laughs> we have a very old Gav winning against Midi to Liddy with Gav's one fifty seven point five eight to Midi's one hundred six point one ten one zero. Midi, I'm on you. <laughs> you lost again, brother. Oh. I hate you. Oh, we... that was personal. Midi bro. did nothing to you, other than on accidentally business. beat you last on, year. On business, that... and then and then he'd clown me when the Patriots lost to the Bears. Okay, I ain't gonna stand it on business. Hey, bro, bro. Facts. <laughs> you can't hate the guy. This is that was personal, bro, bro. 
I mean, shit. You must hate everybody in the NFL because the uh, Patriots fucking suck. <laughs> nah, bro. Jets still are babies. The Bills still are babies. Okay, the Dolphins might be our daddies, but uh, that's that's been that's been. That's yeah, I don't been know how I don't know how you're doing it, Gab. Your fucking Patriots sucking might have helped your fantasy teams this year. <laughs> the, uh, bro, I take my fillings of vitamins. Okay, I'm 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 on that daily happiness. Try not to think about other stuff. Let us let us know the standings here, Jamar. For uh, right. we talk so, more shit. All right. So how? Wait, wait, wait. First of all, right I just now. wanna I just wanna point out this one time occurrence. This has never happened this season, at least. I don't think it's ever happened before. This is a podcaster sweep, ladies and gentlemen. We had That's every cool. single one of the podcasters win their matchup against a listener or someone else, right? And Jamar, yes, you won too, so you can join us in this. It's a podcast of sweep. <laughs> yes, sir. Sweep. Yeah, that's crazy. Four years. I don't think literally <laughs> me, Matt, Gav, Nando, Dylan, and then even throw Jamar in. There were all six of us just swept. And it's like, dude, no, come on. We're, we're, we're experts. And this was ethical foot fantasy football being played. The top six scores won. So, Yes, this is wow. This is the first ever. This is all right. Everything is right. And usually, Matt just sets up his bot. Actually, no, Matt still went against up his bot. Like so, I mean, I mean, yeah. The closest. All right, (laughs) we play each other next week. (laughs) Oh, the shit talking. Listen, bro, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm, I'm already solidified number one. It's over. I'm gonna tank to the A seed. (laughs) You know, I'm just gonna sit. Oh. Nah, don't oh, do that. Oh, don't don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> that's not that's not ethical. All right. Well, speaking of being number one, we have our standings. We got Gav being number one seed, seven we game win Nan- streak. I couldn't ima- could not imagine any way that he doesn't win the championship this year. His team is so much superior than every single person in this leagues. Can you stop capping, bro? <laughs> what do you mean? Can bro, you on a seven-game win streak. How, how are we? How is anybody in this league going to beat you, bro? Have you seen that, my that running man's, That man's trying to jinx you hard. Bro. One total loss in the regular backs? season? I've never seen anything like it. Your team is playing absolutely oh perfectly right the before the playoffs. Like, what else Why could you, you want? You're on a seven-game going into the playoffs. Probably going to be on a nine-game after two more weeks. Like, come on, dude. Listen. We might as well see, just hand you the trophy. You see these listeners? You hear this? These guys are haters. Guess what? Like Kim Jong Un said, they're my motivators. From 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 the one uh, movie with uh, no, um, Seth yeah. Rogen and yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, you, get it. Interview. you get it yeah, yeah interview right. you get it. Let's and let's then, continue with this. Tactics. All right, well, we got Nando in the second seat at nine and three, same as Uglass Kid, also nine and three, being the third seed. And then we have Midi Two Liddy number four. And then with those top four already clinching the playoff spots, they're all just they're just waiting who they're gonna face. And then at the fifth seed we have G at six and six, same as Matt at the six. And me and Matt, me and Matt go hand in hand every week, bro. I'm saying. <laughs> Pretty much. Other than Seriously. the one week we played each other, every other week we've been like hand in hand, and we lose together, we win together. That's some podcasting sync magic for you. And then also at six and six on the seventh seed is Team Goat Rush, and then. The last and final spot, the A seed. Dylan is currently holding that spot, but he's in a three-way tie with myself and Robbie two times. So that battle for the last spot in the playoffs is last two it's weeks. Close. It's very, Ooh, very Who's going to get it? Who's going to get it? It this sucks that you got to play me, though, Jamar. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see about it, you know. It, it sucks that Josh Jacobs has a bye, okay. but, you know. Yeah, and only got TJ Hawkinson on by, so pretty fair to me. Okay, and then from the outside looking in, we have Bryant at the 11th seat at 3-9, and nine, same as FS Sportsman at the last spot, 3-9. Just, just saying, FF Sportsman can make it in. This is what I love <laughs> about 8-team eight, eight playoff here with 12 teams. Like, Anyone like you have this competition, any one of these guys can still get into the playoffs. No one's been eliminated outright. And you know, I think FF Sportsman might make it to the eighth seed, face off against Gav. Little David versus oh, Goliath man. action here. I hope. I read I rather if, you, if one of your shit. bots makes it into the playoffs, I swear to god <laughs> I'm recapping. You Don't you think I that I would be like the best manager ever if I had a bot and my real team that goes to the playoffs? You can't make it too obvious. And then I like I face myself. 
That would be fraud. In the finals. Oh, God. Only unfortunate thing for Jamar here is that um, the other two guys he's tied up with have way more points than him. Rob's got 70 more points than him, and then Dylan's got 100 more points than him. So for just, Jamar to get in, he has to win while the others win lose. Out. Yeah. The win out, basically. You know what's crazy? Everyone has the worst week against me. I literally have the lowest points allowed. Yeah. It, I Mickey, think it's fluky. Mickey, 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 Mickey. Can't you see Gavs, Mickey? <laughs> <laughs> the playoffs and winning. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll, see. well we got, playoffs we haven't got, started yet. We got a little rivalry week coming up next week. We got me versus Gav, obviously. And then we also have the matchup <laughs> that we've been waiting for. We got Nando versus Dylan. And obviously the six couldn't be higher with Dylan needing to make the playoffs. Nav, uh, Nando wanting to try to secure that top two seed. And right now... It's it's projected to probably be close because Nando's down a couple players, but we'll keep you updated on that one throughout Ooh, the week. That is that is going to be a big segment next week, guys. I hope you tune in next week. It's going to be spicy. We might have Dylan on. Who knows? Hopefully, who knows? Talk is talk. Walk is walk. Oh yeah, I'm definitely going to tune into that. Yes, go see <laughs> loyal listeners. Well, unfortunately, I think we have to cut this episode short at this point. Because we all just got summoned to fantasy court. Ah, uh, man. Not you hate to do it already. in the middle of the week. I mean, in the middle of the season. But it's time for fantasy court. Ooh, let's, let's get it going. Go my favorite segment. Uh. So if you have our first time listener and you weren't here last year, this is one of our favorite segments to do in the middle of the year. Uh, we are going to put a person, a player, a coach, a team, maybe, that we believe that should be tried for the crimes against the fantasy football community. There will be a prosecutor, there will be a defense, and there will be a judge or and jury, basically. And a bailiff as well, because we have four people here. So we're going to start it off with, uh, if I'm reading this correctly, actually, what, Jamar, why don't you read it? You're the bailiff on this one. All right. So, please rise. The court of the Sports Cancel Co- Podcast is now in session. The Honorable Judge of Gavril to the stand. Hey, what's up? I'm illegal. <laughs> what type of judge is this? Bro? You can pay me off. No shady business. Okay. Sue. Okay. Nah, well, um, that sounds like exactly... The person I'm putting <laughs> in uh, the court today, and that's Amari Cooper for fraud. Ooh, and okay. I'm as I will. I will give you a few words on what's going on here. If you guys must know, uh, Amari Cooper is a wide receiver for the Cleveland Clowns. Uh, in themselves, who in themselves could also be here today, but we will not bring him here. But Amari Cooper himself has who played. At, he has played this year as the wide receiver thirty. And um, it does not look like his season is getting any better. Uh, he has not very had any good games. He's only had two games within the top 10. Uh, one game as wide receiver 87. One, re- one game as wide receiver 57. One game as wide receiver 50, or 98. And then 63. Um, Mark Cooper was supposed to be a reliable wide receiver one for the Cleveland Clowns. And certain weeks he's out here getting outplayed by Elijah Moore. Um, and I'm not sure what exactly is going on in Cleveland, but I know when I drafted Amari Cooper, I was promised wide receiver one talent. And in even other leagues, like my dynasty league, I traded for Amari Cooper. I was promised he would be getting numbers for me. And now this week he is out as well. I am calling fraud on Amari Cooper for not being a wide receiver one and instead being a Cleveland clown. Okay, uh, Matt, please uh, spit your thing, bruh. Defend that boy. Your Honor, honorable members of the jury, Mr. Bailiff, how can we expect to trust Amari Cooper when we can't even trust the quarterbacks that he's playing with? There's got to be someone to get him the ball. It's like the beautiful Giselle Bujan once said, you can't just throw and catch the ball. Right? (laughs) (laughs) He's playing with a bunch of clowns, as G would say. 
right? Deshaun Watson. We all know that he's a fraud already. Who's that? I've never heard of that man before. And we also have, we've already seen a questionable history with him, obviously. And he's cashing checks that he doesn't even need to play for, right? That's clearly embezzlement. And honestly, I believe that we should put him on trial for, you know, reasons other than the ones he already should be on. But, you know, we also have Dorian Thompson-Robinson, who was a star at UCLA, but turns out to be a pumpkin in the NFL. Another fraud. And then finally, P.J. Walker, the XFL MVP. And yet we can barely see him complete a pass most days. Amari Cooper is talented. There is no denying that. You see him in a cowboy offense with Dak Prescott. You saw him with ACDC back in Oakland. If he can make Derek Carr and Dak Prescott look good, that means the quality of quarterbacks in Cleveland clearly have to be way worse out there. This is not a case of fraud. This is complete and total exoneration based on the fraudulent quarterbacks that are getting him the ball. I rest my case, Your Honor. This also applies to Garrett Wilson, by the way. <laughs> before before you make your decision, um, Your Honor, may I make okay. one more uh, defense point against Amari Cooper here, please? Please, don't, go ahead. No, don't do it. Oh. Last, nope, too late. Last year, Amari <laughs> Cooper, and if um, Judge, if you recall, do you remember who his quarterback was last year? Jacoby Brissett was the wide receiver 10. And this year, you're telling me with DTR, who was the preseason MVP. I know that's not an award, but if there was, he would have won it. And then you take the XFL MVP. You know, these, all these MVPs on the field. Maybe if they had a wide receiver one, they wouldn't look so bad. Maybe if Amari Cooper played like he was supposed to and gets paid to, they wouldn't look so bad. And maybe they could play like the MVPs they are. I rest my case. Hmm. All right. Um, first of all, speaking to Amari Cooper's team, um, can you set me up with Deshaun? I need to ask him a question. My my back kind of hurts. <laughs> but um, uh, <laughs> yo, taking into taking everything into consideration, um, G's got a strong case there with the uh, with uh, Jacoby Brissett and he being top ten because I had Amari Cooper last year. And you don't, you're telling me that you can't do it with the, the massage man himself? Amari Cooper, I find you guilty. Whoa. <gasps> Put him Pretty in the pound. Light Pretty light. Put him in the pound. Put him in the dog he's pound. Done. He's done. Dog <laughs> pound. No, 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 dude. He might have. Put him with Michael Vick. I mean. <laughs> all right. All right. What's the, what's the punishment here, Gab? <sighs> Ooh, what do I put him in? Hmm. You have to take me to that massage parlor just so I know where not to go. Okay. Yeah, I need years, a new judge here. This guy's really <laughs> I think we need. I think we need to put the judge on trial. Yeah, <laughs> we need to put the judge on trial. Yo, definitely. That boy's suspect. Calm down, bro. Do you have your licenses for this? Oh my god. I have a driver's license. Yeah. The judge just gave me a wink. What is happening? Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Order well, in the court. Order in the court. Please oh, rise. Yo, you're We're not on to the serious. next case. All right. The Court of the Sports Council podcast is now in session again. But this time, we have the Honorable Judge Matthew Lee. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, G. Uh, You may all be seated. Today, we are going to hear the charges from Mr. Gavril Tango. The charges are against a certain Najee Harris for, and I quote on this uh, sheet of paper that I have here, for sexual harassment and a pyramid scheme you may present your case um they took my robes off and now i'm just sitting here um let me just get to it okay Najee harris when you think about Najee harris last year what'd you think about hard runner right bro's got greatest running back of all time greatest running back of all time supposed to be a generational talent right all right. Okay, I'm buying in, dude. They got Matt Canada, a good defense, right? <laughs> Kenny, uh, Kenny Two Gloves in, in his second year. I mean, this is only improvement, right? Najee should be doing good, right? He warrants. <laughs> I'm getting emotional. He warrants a second round pick, right? Right? No! No! Okay? Listen to this. Listen to the stats, okay? Please. Just listen to me, Matt. Honorable judge, sorry. He hasn't made 
the top 10 running backs this year. Right? Guess what? He has another guy on his team. A little dude. A little, little dude. Brown. Okay, I don't know why I said that. Um, either way, his name is Jalen Warren, right? Guess what? He's got two already. Two in the top ten. He has RB2 last week, bro. Not or two weeks ago. Come on, dude. And against the Cleveland Browns. Or, what am I? Cincinnati Bengals. No, it was against the Browns. Bruh, what are you talking about? I'm about to kill myself on the stand, all right? And and you're gonna have to charge Najee with this uh one six seven or what is it one eight seven double homicide because he killed my fantasy team or he's trying to kill my fantasy team and he killed me but I kill myself all right how are you gonna let your little homeboy outscore you look better on a good team you guys the Steelers are supposed to be good G I should get G on the stand too he he sold me on the Steelers look how booty they are. The all the all the wins they have trash. It's it's cap. I risk my case. All right, and we're gonna hear from the defense here, uh, Jamar. All right, all right, Your Honor, pleasure being here, again. Um, for Najee Harris, and uh, for Gav himself. I believe Najee is not guilty because Gavril owns both Najee and Jalen Warren on his team. Bro, why are you leaking why are you leaking information? Come on. Judge, that has so, to be illegal, right? I'll let it both, stand. You so such having, a, <laughs> so having both running backs on the team. He expected this to happen. But now also is Najee Harris now guilty. We could also blame Matt Canada for setting him up for absolute failure. And we all know in the NFL that it is running back by committee. So, of course, Gav, Gavril, would draft Jalen Warren because he knew Najee was not going to be a one-trick pony. He wasn't going to be a bell cow. That's why he's going to split carries with Najee Harris. And that's why he's got him starting right now. Yo, okay, listen, real quick, real okay, quick. Okay, you before. get a thirty-second rebuttal. Okay, okay, okay. Um, first of all, that guy smokes weed, and he was drafting, <laughs> um, drunk. Okay, discredit him. Um, also, I got a Jalen Warren because he, uh, you gotta get a handcuff, bro. Not because I wanted to draft him, but because you need a handcuff. Handcuff that man to the freaking rails, bro. That guy is drunk. He might be. Smell him, bailiff. Gee, you gotta smell that man, bro. Get up close. We have decided to put G on bailiff duty because he's far too invested in this case. He's and safe, he I swear. Him, I swear he's safe. <laughs> Give me Nashi, man. Please, please leave him alone. Please leave the defendant alone. All right. Well, I've deliberated this for a very long time, and I have concluded that Najee Harris is not guilty of Woo! sexual harassment. Woo! I have to. Bro, I swear to God, he's gonna harass you now too, bro. He already has. I have him in my money league, and I understand <laughs> completely what you're saying, Gav. But at the same time, it really isn't his fault. It's Matt Canada. It is Jalen Warren, obviously. But you know, and it's his offensive line. And when he finally didn't have Matt Canada calling the plays, he's looked good, and he's been looking good. Are you in stupid? The second half he got out carried by Jalen Warren. Judge it doesn't matter. Okay. Hey, hey, yeah, 99 and yards it, and a tug. All right, if it fuck wasn't off. For the, if it wasn't for the... Yo, you, <laughs> bailiff, you bailiff, take him bailiff. away. <laughs> yeah, unreason- this is an unreasonable court. Bailiff, I need to get He's this man out of court. court. He is acting He's out of order. He's All right, Gav, we gotta, we're going to go throw you into fucking New England. Yo. Oh, dude, the biggest punishment. Cold. Yeah, that's that. I, I kind of... Come on. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't do that, please. <laughs> well, okay, here. Okay, I am the bailiff now, and I call upon the Honorable Judge G residing over this next case. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and we looks like we have Jamar here with a case against a running back as well. May you please give your case. Thank you. All right. Uh, Judge G, pleasure being here again. 
I am here today for the accusement of identity theft of Miles Sanders. On the night, on the on the on draft night, it was a late night, you know, Labor Day weekend. I had the pleasure of being a first first pick. Had a little little celebratory drinks here and there. <laughs> And, you know, things got a little carried away, but I was still drafting. And then I stumbled upon a name that was Miles Sanders. Now, it might have been the beer goggles. No. But, you know, as a a famous quote would say, I've been hoodwinked. I've been led astray. I've been cheated on, lied to by this running back. Not even running back. He don't even run anymore. He doesn't (laughs) run. He walks. He's slow. He can't make any plays for himself. I've been, it's been a tragic draft pick. And he's been nothing less of a disappointment. He's not part of the team. He's not part of my life. I hope he never gets... I hope I never get the opportunity to draft him again or anybody else. Sir, what are we accusing hey. Miles Sanders of today? Who's the, whose identity did he steal? He stole the identity of Barry Sanders. I thought Miles said Barry. <laughs> All right. I thought he was going to run like Barry. Order in the court. Defense, you may defend the honorable right. Miles Sanders. What's up, guys? Yeah, back, you know. Um, hold on, I got to post for the camera real quick. Uh, Order in the see. court. Okay, okay, my bad, my bad. My, I'm getting ahead of myself. Listen, okay. Uh, your honor, he said it himself. He was drunk out partying when he drafted miles sanders okay i don't know you're just looking at the last names fine but bro how are you dumb enough to think that that was barry sanders bro what is this isn't even the 90s anymore 80s bro what are you talking about okay he was on a loud pack when he was drafting is it miles sanders's fault that he he's he's an idiot no okay no can we can we can we please Keep it okay, my related bad, my bad. to Miles Sanders. Okay, 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 okay. Thank you. Going even going into the season, right? We all knew who Man- Miles Sanders was. Dude, that guy was mid, right? The one year that the Eagles were doing good, right? Miles Sanders gets eleven tutties, twelve hundred yards. Come on, man. He, he that's the like the best team in the league, right? And he goes to this dog water of a Carolina team, and you expect him to do good, be a bell cow. Miles Sanders wasn't doing anything the three years before um, the 2020, the, the Super Bowl season, right? Listen to the stats, okay? 2019, when he first came to the league, three touchdowns, less than a, less than 1,000 yards, okay? The next season, 2020, six touchdowns, another 800 yards. 2021, zero touchdowns, 800 yards. Bro, this guy's been mid. you just not looking at the numbers because you were dr- in the... You were order in the court. You, the defense. Uh, if you have one last decision. chance, if you take it personal again, your case will be thrown out. All right. Yeah. And not right, your you honor. Out. Your honor. You have the floor. Miles Sanders <laughs> was going to a great situation. Frank Wright, head coach, offensive mind. Bryce Young, number one pick overall. A lot of talent on the offensive end, even in Cap, the offensive okay. mind. There you go. Frank Wright. Hey, hey, hey. One person at a time. I'm to kick the you door. out. We might have it to kick good. out. Sorry, I misspoke. You know, I you believe in Frank you. Wright making Miles Sanders a viable option. I believe in that. Okay, okay. listen. listen. I think listen, we've wait, heard wait, enough. Wait, I think wait, I've wait, heard wait, wait, enough. Wait, the wait, judges. Wait, wait. Dude. I got to silence this man. guy. Let me just speak. Let me come on. He had to. He had to. Let me get mine. No, 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 no. Defense doesn't get another one. No, <laughs> yeah, the judge has enough information, and Miles Sanders is guilty of identity theft, punishment, four more years in Carolina. <laughs> but also, Jamar, you will be in patrol, or what is it called, patrol, or in giving going through an alcohol program and um we will need to see three months worth of positive test for no alcohol <laughs> so you guys are both guilty 
today. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about, bro. Get on them. 12-step program, guys. It's real. Mm. Okay. Well, everyone, sit down and stand up again because we're going to do another trial here in the court of a sports council. Okay. Um, Your Honorable Judge uh, Jamar, the floor is yours. All right. Everyone in the jury, the Sports Council podcast. We are here today for the prosecution of Arthur Smith from for committing human trafficking. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my bad, my bad. Matt, take the floor. Your Honor, honorable members of the jury, this this case has been on my desk for weeks. Heck, it's been on my desks since week one. It's been on Not my months? desk Not even a, a year, year ago Ooh. when I charged Arthur Smith with RICO charges. But I realized, you know, <laughs> we we I took it too far. He was proven innocent. I just didn't have enough evidence at the time. That's on me. So I'm going to go for a little bit of a smaller crime. You know, it takes a huge conspiracy to do RICO. So I got to charge Arthur Smith with human trafficking. Now, folks, let me be clear here. Let me tell you a little bit about the background of Arthur Smith a.k.a. the worst head coach of all time. The Nepo baby king, the king kid who was born on third base, thought he hit a triple. We all know how it goes. He only got a job because his dad owned FedEx, and, you know, FedEx fueled. Basically, he got his way in. That stuff should be known. And then he went to Tennessee, became the offensive coordinator, and he used two very nice talents in Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, you fantasy people might know what I'm talking about. And he did so well in that offense, he got a head coaching job with the Atlanta Falcons. So what did he do after that? Why is he here on the stand today? Well, as you all may know, human trafficking is, of course, the way of luring victims into a situation of basically forced labor, manipulation, modern slavery, as it will. And in the draft, he drafted, he forced three individuals to go to the Atlanta Falcons. Three very talented, very uh, future stars in the NFL. A fourth overall pick for Kyle Pitts, an eighth overall pick for Drake London, and an eighth overall pick for Bijan Robinson. And they are all fantastic. We've seen what they can do on the field. Bijan's good. Drake London's good. Kyle Pitts is good. Do you know how hard it is to hit on three top 10 draft picks? That's like three Trey Lances right there. (laughs) And what does he do? What does he do? He entices these people and he says, yes, you're going to be a star in the NFL. We're going to go to the top next year. And what does he do? He makes Bijan run off the ball for Tyler Algier. He has Kyle Pitts blocking for Johnny Smith on a screen pass. I don't even know where Drake London is most games, honestly. He's probably getting Gatorade for him on the sideline. This is modern slavery right here. And the fantasy football community who stake their hopes and dreams onto these people, they don't deserve this. Nobody deserves this kind of human suffering that's taking place in Atlanta. I rest my case. All right. Well, now the defense, please state their claim. Yes, of course. And, you know, some might find it difficult to defend Arthur Smith. I think I might have defended him last year and successfully my client beat the case. And we have the same expectation today. Judge Jamar, may I ask you a question? Yes. As the famous Herm Edwards once said, why do we play the game? We play to win the game. The Falcons are first in their division. I don't know what the win-loss is. All I know is when I go to ESPN and I check the NFL standings, I see the Falcons are first. And what does that mean? They're going to be a playoff team. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how it looks. Because if you're a playoff team, that means you're only one of seven in your conference. And it's going to be only one of four in their division that makes the playoffs. And right now, as of today, while we're in court, the Atlanta football Falcons are are in the playoffs at a five and six record 
and they it's not pretty and it's not supposed to be pretty sometimes that's why you know beauty is in the eye of the beholder and all i want to say is why are we having a coach here who's doing what he's been asked to take this young team that has great pieces and get them to the playoffs isn't that what isn't that, wasn't that the expectation when the season started wouldn't if i told you 11 weeks ago or 12 weeks ago that the falcons through 12 weeks were first in their division judge what would you say it'd be it'd be it'd be a revelation to all of us the atlanta falcons are back in the playoffs again no matt ryan no julio jones no deontay freeman no any of those guys anymore this is the new era and yes the players don't play great but at the end of the day we play to win the game and they're fucking winning i rest my case Okay, right, Your Honor, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this really quick in Whoa. terms of a rebuttal here. I'm gonna list out the losses that the Atlanta Falcons have, who, by the way, are five and six. This is not something to be proud of. This can is you say the first place Atlanta Falcons, please, when you bad. when you speak on them? I will not. Judge, tell that guy to calm down. All right, or on the All court, right. to calm down. Or on the court, Matt, go ahead. So, Falcons six, Lions twenty, Falcons seven, Jaguars twenty three. Falcons 16, Commanders 24. What do you see in this? What do you see? I see no offense. I see a great defense. I see no offense. Now tell me, I just read the background of Arthur Smith. Was he from offense or was he from defense? Yes, he was FedEx. The only one that's delivering on Sundays is his father. I rest my case. All right. So... As the decision stands, I pronounce Arthur Smith guilty of. Let's go! Because we 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 must we remember it, this guys. is about <laughs> this is about fantasy football, not regular football. It doesn't matter what the record is. If the players aren't, if the fantasy players are performing, and he's taking them off the field, he's guilty. What's his What's his punishment? Uh, I sentence Arthur Smith. Actually, I'll let you decide, Matt. You decide. That's what I want. That's what I want. I I sentence him to hard labor in FedEx, actual work (laughs) that, you know, he actually has to do, not just inherit a job at a coaching for millions of dollars. Enjoy minimum wage. Beautifully done. Um, I I would say those are a great set of cases there, man. Just so you guys know, they were all, like, Convicted, all of them. No, <laughs> no, they, deserve they deserve it. I don't think he got. Only convicted. one wasn't. Yeah. Was. That was Nashi. The one that deserves to be free. <laughs> Bro, because <laughs> y'all are. Y'all are what can capping. I say? What can I y'all say? Y'all are capping. Y'all are capping. Look, I, hate I, just you guys. Had a, I had a great you defense. Did, you gotta, I had a great just, you, you cut my defense short. Okay. You gotta and find a different also crime was next prosecuting. time. Like I, I found a new crime for Arthur Smith. You gotta find a different crime. Sexual har- harassment. <laughs> it's a it's a nice pun, not a good crime. <laughs> Did I mention he was touching me before we? Okay, <laughs> well, that takes us here. that Yo. takes us to our week thirteen starts and sits this week. Whoa, uh, we're gonna try to be uh, a little bit more efficient than we were last week with our picks. Um, you know, I wasn't here, so obviously there was a decline in the amount of correct picks. But me and Jamar are here to save the day, as always. Yes, sir, we are. You can't okay, ask. Just get you can't ask. A, you can't ask Patriots fan for who's gonna be good on offense, right? <laughs> That's a knee slapper. Yo, pause, funny, dude. Funny I, you should say I, that. <laughs> okay, let me just preface this. Last week, I wanted the Patriots to win, so I tried to jinx them into win- winning by saying Tommy DeVito. <sighs> you know, you. I, I told you on the podcast. I asked you, Kev, would you rather start Tommy DeVito or Patrick Mahomes? And you could have said Patrick Mahomes. And you said, <laughs> I, uh, that's just it. That's it. All right. Well, uh, Jamar, you're the guest here. Now. You know, I got a good manners right. on my Gav, so you start us off. Right. Appreciate you, Gav. Appreciate you, G. My fault. But I would. All right. So you're going to ask yourself, who can have a career-saving game against the Chargers? Oh, that would be Mac Jones. 
and that's and that's who you're gonna start today in week 13 is Mac Jones because the Chargers, my Chargers, have a horrible pass defense. They made Jordan Love look like Aaron Rodgers. They made Ryan Tannehill look like a top five QB. I never seen that before. So what do you think Mac Jones can do against the Chargers? Nothing. With a Bill with a Bill <laughs> Belichick mind and subpar wide receivers. He's gonna have uh, a career. Not subpar, sir. Their dog. <laughs> He's gonna have a Mac Jones career saving game against the Chargers. And if it's not Mac Jones that's starting, Bailey Zappi. <laughs> Pick one of those two. Are you just gonna stop both of them? You gonna put one in your flex? <laughs> If, Even if, it's they not had, possible? If, if they had Super Bailey Zappi as a tight end like Taysom Hill, do it. Play both of them. Bro. Oh, gosh. <laughs> bro, okay. I don't appreciate the freaking tr- uh, like reverse jinx. It's not going to happen. But I do hope it happens. But I also don't hope it happens. Whatever. Um, <laughs> look, he was super unrealistic with his start and sit, okay? I'm going to no. give you... Well, I'd say it was a good pick, okay? I, Mag- no, week one. Just, no, just move on. Okay. Just okay. move on. <laughs> <laughs> It's hard. It's hard to support him. Um, so my start of the week for QB is gonna be Matthew Stafford versus the Browns. And let listen, okay. Fucking I get crazy. it. I the mean, number one defense. The number one defense in the league did not look number one last week, and it might be because right. Um, the massage man is out. So um, the def- the offensive side of the ball is mitigated to like two minutes per quarter. Maybe even a minute, right? So that means Matthew Stafford's gonna have all the time in the world. They're gonna be running, and especially with um, uh, Kyron Williams back, it's just a new offense. It feels like, right? He has someone to like make it more dynamic. He, he can do those RPOs, man. He's gonna get Cooper Cup back. He's got Puka Nakua come like coming healthier, and Cooper Cup, man. I mean, and the fact that the Browns don't have my oh, well. It's yet to be seen whether or not Miles Garrett will play. I know he had like a, a shoulder injury last week. Um, Miles Garrett is basically the entire defense. So without him, Matthew Stafford's gonna have so much time, dude. He's gonna be chilling. Even though it's at the Browns, I mean, Matthew Stafford cooked it last week with, I think, twenty-five. I can see him trying to make a play, playoff push, uh, and and crushing the Browns. Interesting, interesting. I think. The Browns' defense is a little bit worse for wear, especially with uh, those quarterbacks starting right now. I don't even think DTR might play. It might be P.J. Walker again. The MVP, so, I thought PJ Walker. Walker was, I thought yeah. P.J. Walker was still hurt, too. Who knows? Anyway. Maybe it's Joe Flacco. <laughs> oh, hell no. All right. For my quarterback started the week, I am going not insane, and I'm just going to pick two attack by lower <laughs> versus the Commanders. I think this is pretty straightforward. I had him as my set of the week last week, and that was correct because of two picks from the Jets' defense. But now he goes from one of the worst defenses against quarterbacks versus quarterbacks to one of the best defenses to target with quarterbacks. Washington's defense, again, is missing Chase Young. They're missing Montez Sweat. I don't know who they have at cornerback right now. Emmanuel Forbes kind of got toasted, so I, I don't know if he's still starting or not. He might have been hurt. Like It's just basically a revolving door out there. They just got just the doors beaten off of them by the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. They really are allowing just an influx of points. Sam Howell might make it a competitive game at least, though, because he's got the weapons. Sometimes he's good, right? And I think that this is just a great get-right week for Tua. And Oh, God. Get right. <laughs> I would start him with confidence. Hmm. Oh, also, Ron Rivera is calling the defense again, and I have no faith in that man. (laughs) All right. You want to start us off with the running back sits? I would love to. We're getting a little friendly here with the Pittsburgh Steelers because I got both of the Steelers running backs versus the Arizona Cardinals. Let's go! This in no way uh, influences my fantasy trial. But, you know, the math doesn't lie here. Kyron Williams put up 38 points in PPR in fantasy football last week, and I love that man for it. And I think Najee and Jalen are going to do the same. I think this offense looks so much better without Matt Canada at coordinator. 
They love. We're dropping Jaylen fifty Warren. this week. Well, let's not be too hasty here. But Maybe seventy. <laughs> what did the Dolphins drop earlier? Seven. We're putting up seventy-one. <laughs> I think they're using both running backs very well. I think Jalen had a little bit of a fumble issue in the first quarter, so they benched him for a little bit. But I would honestly think that both of these guys are really good. Starts against the Cardinals. They've both gotten it going in recent weeks. The offense looks rejuvenated, and the Cardinals suck against running backs. It's just an easy pick. everybody, but... Yeah. All right. right. So, um, that was a good one, Matt. I like it. Um, My start of the week is going to be Singletary. Devin Singletary against the the Broncos. So, last week, um, you saw Damian Pierce come back, and he struggled, right? So, they immediately put back Devin Singletary. And it's kind of crazy because the Jaguars is like a top five run defense in the league right now. Um, less than a thousand rush yards. And I think like a couple, like less than 10 t- rushing touchdowns, which is kind of crazy considering who they played. So the fact that Devin Singletary even did good um, was kind of surprising. He's involved in the passing game a lot. He got six receptions, 54 yards, right? And then six carries for 18 yards. So it doesn't scare me to the fact that Damian Pierce is coming back. Um, they're facing um, the Broncos, who are another great defense, turning it around. Um, I feel like that's going to be a very competitive game with the way the te- two teams are playing. They've honestly caught fire at both both teams. If it wasn't for the uh, missed field goal last week, um, I, I could have seen the Texans winning that game, honestly, and they'd be in a way better position. But I definitely think Singletary is um sleeper pick, right? I mean, you got the, you got the, the, the passing game going. And the rushing, um, and a struggling uh, Pierce, who just came second week back from injury. So, stars align. That's cute. Oh, no. That's cute. Um, I'm going to give you guys my first start, man. Who I better than uh, Mr. I'm not going to fucking look at the fumble and do anything. Deontay Johnson himself. Oh, my God. Against oh, Arizona. My. I mean, Matt kind of laid it down. Arizona's defense is absolutely atrocious. And then throw that on top of the 287 passing yards Kenny Pickett had last week. I feel like he could do something like 200, 250 again this week. So, I like the odds that he, they're going to feed him. He's going to get at least five, six catches get at least 50, 60 yards, and then hopefully maybe get into the end zone this week. Uh, they struggled with getting the ball into the end zone. I don't think they will against Arizona. Um, so, yeah, Deontay Johnson, I think, is a pretty simple start. I would say George Pickens, too, but um, I don't want to be too biased, you know. This is the best team in the league. But, <laughs> too oh, biased. Oh, Not too biased. Not only did it seep into the freaking – a trial, but it's now seeping into the freaking starts and sits. Uh-oh. Gav, Gav, you should be happy. We finally, 13 weeks into the season, had our very first Patriots start of the week. <laughs> no, I started him like a couple weeks ago. Oh, and I started Ramondre. Didn't work. But okay. <laughs> it didn't work. All right. So with my wide receiver start of the week, we got Scary Terry versus the Dolphins. Crazy. Right now, now with his quarterback, He's the number one, Sam Howe. He's the number one uh, passing leader. So, of course, his favorite, his, uh, Scary Terry is going to get his targets. He's going to get his looks. And I expect this uh, game to be a shootout. You know, Dolphins aren't notorious for their defense. And then with, uh, the with them scoring so quickly. The Dolphins? Yeah, I don't. they're not notorious for their defense. Uh-huh. So, you know, expect Scary Terry to pop off. And uh, I guarantee top 10 wide receiver fantasy this week. Guarantee. 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 He comes All out right, swinging. Yeah. And I'm going to go right back to my tight end start of the week. I like Dalton Schultz against Denver. If Denver had a weakness in the last few weeks and in terms of their defense, it would definitely be against their tight end matchups. Uh, you know, obviously their DB's great. D-line's been playing a lot better. But the linebacker core is still somewhat to be desired. I think Jewel is their best player. But regardless, uh, Schultz, he's been eating, feasting. He's got, um, you know, a great matchup here. It's going to be, I feel like, kind of a high-scoring game. So I could even see him getting into the end zone. Uh, and against Denver, it's just basically, I feel like it's, it's pretty free. Um, it'll be a, at least 20-20 game, you know, something like that. So he's a great chance to get in the end zone. It's a pretty good pick there. The Denver, I think, is dead last in tight end defense. But the Bengals are second to last in tight end defense. Let's go. And that's why I'm going with Evan Ingram versus the Cincinnati Bengals on Monday Night Football. Uh, that Evan prime Ingram's time. think has worn off. Yeah, prime time. 
the sink has worn off on Anchor Finn Ingram. He's just a consistent, reliable guy. He's going to get you like five catches for 45 yards, call it a day. But that's honestly all you need in tight end land. But I'm expecting a lot more from him this week. You know, it's crazy, but Evan Ingram has not recorded a touchdown this entire year. This entire year, he has not gotten one touchdown. You're saying he's due? Oh, yeah, he's, he's due, due and now. I'm not only gonna like promise, I'm gonna guarantee it right now. Oh, another guarantee. We're guaranteeing now a touchdown. The Bengals defense Damn. is terrible against tight ends. I think they allow like what? They allow about nine points per game. And you think, oh, that's not a lot? That's in standard scoring. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jesus. That's kind of crazy, actually. I think. I think. Maybe it's just like a blow, yeah. like 150 bomb game. You hear that, Trevor? Give him, give that man the ball. Feed him. Yeah. True. I Feed like that. Him. I like that. It's a great start. Jaguars need him to step up. Um, but my next, let's move on to the sits here. I'll go first with my quarterback. Uh, I got Goff against New Orleans. Um, I think the kind of, uh, I wouldn't say the tape has kind of shown how to beat Goff, but it definitely shows you how to at least have him be useless for fantasy purposes. You got to get pressure and you got to have good DBs and be able to turn over the ball. And Tyron Matthew had two picks last week um, against the Falcons. And obviously Goff's better than fucking Desmond Ritter and whatnot, but uh, he hasn't been playing too much better the last two weeks. Six turnovers in the last two weeks, so I think he's going to continue. And against New Orleans, they have a great defense. Uh, I know Lattimore won't be there, so you know I'm, that's why I didn't put any of the other guys on their uh, sits here this week. But Goff, I don't like it. Don't like the matchup. They're going to be getting pressure on him. You know, Saints are not good for their offense, but they are good for their defense. So I like uh, their defense putting pressure on Goff, forcing some turnovers, keeping that at a low-scoring game. You know, the, the Lions will definitely still find a way to win the game. All right. I'm going to go with Brock Purdy versus the Philadelphia Eagles as my sit of the week. Um, You might be thinking, hey, you're a Niners fan. What gives? What's with the pessimism? If you know anything about me on this podcast, it's that I'm eternally pessimistic about the 49ers. And I just think it's going to be a really tough game for Brock Purdy to have just a boom game i think in terms of what these teams are and what these identities are they're both running teams at the base of it and i think that what kyle shanahan doesn't want to do at the like that will be his game plan for this week he does not want jalen hurts to get the ball and then you know chug eight minutes off the clock and basically score which is what the eagles love to do and that's what also what the niners are like to do so i think this won't be a shootout as anyone might predict, with A.J. Brown, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, Devonta Smith, right? I think this is just going to be a very physical, intense, just running it out game. I don't think Brock Purdy is going to be able to put up huge numbers unless he has to come from behind. And we've seen what happens when the 49ers have to come from behind. So if that even happens, which I think it might have to, unfortunately, he might get picked off. I'm just saying. So, so just sit Brock Purdy if you have the chance. I know it's tough, but you got to do it. All right. I like the pick. Um, I'm going to start with my set of the week. Uh, for quarterback, it's going to be Dak Prescott versus the Seahawks. And I know it sounds kind of insane. I mean, this guy's been red hot recently. Since I dropped him, I think he's averaged like 20 points, 25 <laughs> points. Um, but, I mean, I think it all comes down uh, to crashing and burning this week. Um, it's a Thursday night football game, and you know those things are gritty, horrible, right? It usually turns into run fests. Um, which is which would be good for uh, the Seahawks because they just got back. I think their right tackle, Abe Lucas. So you know, uh, you know, K nine is such a great runner. I th- I'm pretty sure he's ha- going to come back this week. And if not, they have Zach Charbonnet, bona fide beast. Just hasn't had the opportunity yet. Um, um, and the Cowboys, I feel like are fraudulent, kind of right. The past like, their their wins, all against people who are under five hundred, right. The Commanders, Panthers, Giants, right? They lost to the Eagles. Not confidently, but, you know, close enough. They almost lost to the Chargers, got clapped by the 49ers. So, like, against good teams, they kind of falter, right? And so the Seahawks are 6-5, and five, you know. Um, I just have more confidence in the Seahawks. I mean, there's a lot of blood in the water. Um, DJ Mac- DK Metcalf was, like, saying, like, Bland has more touchdowns than him this season, so you know they're going to be out there balling. I feel like it's going to be a physical defensive game. Um, so it really comes down to 
how good your run game is. And I just don't think Pollard's it. So Dak Prescott's just not going to be doing so well. They need to be more dynamic. And with that run not being so good, even though it's been hot the past couple of weeks, it's against trash. So Dak Prescott, you're sad, dude. I hate you. <laughs> and I'll just rush right into it with uh, my set of the week for running back. It's going to be Rashad White versus the Panthers. Okay, I might be off my rocker, to be honest mm, with you. But, I, I mean, they're, I mean, the, 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 the defense, uh, okay, well, listen, I have no idea. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I was not supposed to do the same. What? Inspiring. I was not supposed to, Inspiring. Yeah. I go was ahead, Jamar. Just it. go, go on, Jamar. Uh, so, <laughs> with my running back of the week, that was supposed to be. You're sitting, you're sitting CMC versus the Eagles, and you're asking yourself why he's been he's been perfect all all year. You're sitting him because you, I believe, the Eagles are gonna focus on CMC and make Brock Purdy beat them. They want to make Brock Purdy throw the ball. You know they want. They don't want CMC running loose, running in space. So they're going to scout his ass, you know, key on him at all times. And they're going to make Brock Purdy, you know, beat them. Make the others beat the Eagles, not just CMC. Hopefully they do that. that. (laughs) I don't want that, but I think that's definitely something that the Eagles will probably do. I'm going to go with Kyron Williams versus the Cleveland Browns. And I'm going to throw in a second one here. Joe Mixon versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Kyron, I'm just fading here because I obviously you can't expect a 38-point game every week here. And against the Browns, they're a very good unit. I think they win. I don't know what the data is behind this, but when you have a blow-up game, you know... You usually disappoint the next time around. You come down to earth. Why? Because game plans will focus in on you. And I think that's what Cleveland's going to do. Cooper Cup is kind of questionable right now. I don't know if he's going to play or not. Even if he does play, he hasn't been very uh, efficient or effective. Uh, obviously, Puka Nakua is great, but I think that the Browns are going to play man-to-man and put just, you know, they have like their four or five guys in the secondary playing man-to-man physical, and then they're going to put you know, six in the box and, you know, just try to stop everybody in there. And I think that it's just going to be really hard for Kyron Williams to get it going. And, you know, I, I just don't really, it's it's kind of just like a boom and then a bust game. And then Joe Mixon, enough said, Jacksonville is a very good rushing defense, like Gav said, and the Bengals don't really have any other options right now because Jake Browning can't distribute the ball effectively. And it's going to be hard for him mixing to get it going. Oh, by the way, real quick. Um, the reason why I just remember, I was trying to figure out why I said <laughs> Rashad. It's because the Carolina, I forgot they just fired Frank Wright. And you know what happens when the, the team teams that like fire coaches, the very next game, they go red hot. I don't know what it is. They're, they just have blood in the water. And I just feel like it's a trap game for. They play inspired the, uh, football. Yeah, they're just going to be inspired. I forgot to say that. Wow, that was uh, very wise of you to say at the end there because that's exactly what I was going to say for my state of the week. Mike Evans, I don't think it's a bad matchup in terms of who they're going against. It's just one of those where you're not going to have to score many points. You'll probably be able to maybe, you know, go away from the pass a little bit. Your quarterback's a little banged up anyways, too. I just think this is another shit shitter of a game. And it's like one of those games you take the under on everything. Uh, Mike Evans against Carolina. You got Carolina who might be upset, you know, the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks because of, you know, Coach Myring. I feel like teams after they fire their coach are undefeated. So I do like this matchup this week or don't like this matchup this week. I like it for Carolina. And I would, I wouldn't, if you have to start Mike Evans, I think he'll still have a safe floor, but I just don't know if he has that same ceiling that he's been having the last few weeks. Backs. All right, well, with my sit right receiver of week 13, you're going to sit Cooper Cup versus the Browns. And I'm just going to read you all the stats that the Browns are in number one. They are number one in pass completions, which is in 55%. So don't expect Cooper Cup to get the ball all that much. They're number one in pass yards. They're number one in yards per game. They have Miles Garrett, a top five MVP candidate. They have Sedarius Smith Oof. on the other side of that. I don't think Matt 
Stafford's going to get a lot of time. He's probably just going to hand it off to Kyron Williams as a safety net. So don't expect Cooper Cup or any wide receiver of the Rams to get any anything going in that game against the Browns. Okay. Um, so usually we do have tight ends uh, this week, but, uh, you know, at this point later in the season, there's no point in sitting anybody. I mean, they're already useless at this point. What's the like, – you're already sitting – technically sitting a player so we're just gonna skip it this week sorry guys <laughs> no it's weird how we end it like that but um yeah we're not gonna sit anybody george kittle hey hey wait yeah. a second here he gets the eagles <laughs> sit hunter henry that's fine with me. kelsey all the swifties <laughs> no uh, uh by the way taylor swift is uh coming to the the game this week is she just she? finished her tour yeah. Oh, she going to Lambo? So, oh. Mm-hmm. So it's about to be a pop-off for you Travis fans. Or Travis Kelsey owners. Sorry, guys, who are going against him. Damn. Yep. Okay. Well, that wraps up our starts and sits for this week. You can find all of our full list of starts and sits on Twitter, on threads. They're both sports underscore console either way. Um, before we end today's show, we would like to thank Zencaster this amazing episode once again we produced just an amazing audio quality we heard each other the entire time we held a whole fantasy trial you know four of them at least with perfect audio quality we had jamar on and he was able to use it just fine and we could hear him just fine so one of our listeners actually using it perfect exactly and if you want to be one of the other (laughs) uh if you want to be one of the other listeners to use this amazing service you can go to zencaster.com slash pricing you can use our referral code sports council and you'll get 30 percent off your first month of any zencaster paid plan that'll do it for this today's episode be sure to follow us on spotify itunes amazon music to get all of our episodes as well as follow our threads instagram twitter and facebook again it's sports underscore council on every one of those that'll do it for today's show Appreciate you guys. Hope yes, you like this special, this special podcast. And uh, thanks for Jamar uh, coming back on, dude. Hope yeah, you liked thank it. Thank you, Jamar. And I appreciate you guys. You know, I always want to come back. Just say the word. It's it's always yes. <laughs> well, you know, uh, got to make it to the playoffs. Maybe we'll see you more. Oh yeah, you're you, right. <laughs> you can do. Maybe you can do a champions recap or something. Yeah, we'll see, we'll with, see. Me, with me when you're the, the first, AC, first ever. If you're the yep. AC. You know what happens to break out. No. I take over this podcast, baby. <laughs> That'll do no. it. Thank you Later so much, guys. guys.